listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for our relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. It is your host here, Sita Hood. I want to jump right into today's topic. We're talking about how to create joy. But before we jump in, I want to ask you a reflective question. You listening? When is the last time that you were happy? I'm not talking about oh, I got something new, I'm happy for five minutes, or oh, somebody said this, I'm happy for a day or two. But when is the last time that you were happy? When is the last time that you paused to feel the breeze on your skin? The last time that you noticed how pretty the green popped inside of the leaves? When is the last time that you just felt joy because you are alive. When's the last time? For many of you listening, it's probably been a long time for you. You've probably been caught up in the hustle and bustle of life and you haven't been paying attention to happiness, true happiness, true joy, and what it looks like to actually experience that. Instead of joy, are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling anxious because you have so many things on your plate or anxious because you're not sure how you're going to solve this problem sitting in front of you? Or anxious because You really don't want to work this job, but you're stuck working this job. You're stuck in this endless loop, this endless cycle where they work you to the bone. And it seems like you only get paid pennies to do this work. Crying in the bathroom, having moments of vulnerability alone because you're too afraid to trust anybody else with your emotions because on social media... It has to look good. And even for some of the people that you're surrounded by, you don't even want them to know how much you're hurting, how much it's actually killing you to hold on and keep going and be the strong woman, the strong friend. You actually just want to give up. So you haven't thought about the last time that you felt real joy. You don't even know if you've ever experienced real joy in your life. And I want to offer you a perspective. Perhaps you don't know if you've ever experienced real joy in your life because you've attached joy to things. You have made up in your mind, whether consciously or subconsciously, that 
if I obtain these things, if I reach this particular goal, I will be happy. I will experience joy. And that's wrong. It's completely false. Things don't make us joyful. They might help us to feel joyful, but ultimately we have to create experiences that breed joy. Life is meant to be experienced. I want you to pause for a moment and consider if you feel like you've never experienced joy, then let's just go to a really big happy moment. If you go back to that happy moment, I want you to take a second and just reflect what was happening around you. Who was with you? How did you feel in that moment? Was it a life transition? What was going on? What caused you to feel so happy? What was happening in your body? Did you have any physical sensations moving through your body as you were excited? How long did your happiness and your excitement last? If you just took a minute to go through that, I would argue that what really triggered your happiness was probably the experience that you were having. I want to encourage you to go a little bit deeper with that and maybe take that exercise to your journal so that you can see what comes up for you. But I want you to refocus the idea or the thought that joy comes from obtaining a particular thing or being uh, achieving this certain level of productivity or obtaining this car that you want. Yes, those are momentary things that make us happy. But I want to give you a blueprint for how to create joy. Ready? Tip number one for creating joy plan for it. This is a simple step that we often overlook. You have to plan to do your favorite things or things that you know will bring you immense happiness. If you are a person that loves to travel and you haven't traveled in forever, you don't have to have this big grand trip. Your travel could be to a different part of your state that you've never been to. States are pretty big. You know what I'm saying? So think about ways to schedule in experiences for yourself. No matter what's going on in your life, if it's something that makes you happy, that makes you feel good, you have to be able to schedule that experience in. One of the things that I emphasize pretty heavily in uh, my programs and the Pink Emerald Retreat is that we go beyond uh, self-care into wellness being an entire lifestyle. And I think wellness just encompasses our overall being as opposed to self-care, which is primarily, I think, focused on the physical aspects of caring for ourselves. And wellness goes beyond that. It goes to every facet of our being. So if we are trying to live a lifestyle of wellness, that means that we need to create moments where we have experiences that bring us joy. No matter what is going on in your life, you have to be intentional. Are you listening? Hear me. No matter what's going on in your life, you have to be intentional about cultivating those moments. 
I want you to consider some of your fondest memories in your life to date. Could be weddings that you attended, your own wedding, graduation, a party, a baby shower. You cultivated those moments. You were intentional about creating joy during those times. So we don't have to wait for a big life event or transition to create memories or to create joy. That's tip number one. Tip number two, I want you to seek out joyful experiences. It's so interesting when we have people that love us <laughs> and have been knowing us for some time and they can see different parts of us that we didn't really see in ourselves until they highlight it. I was talking to one of my friends one day and she was telling me about something that happened in her life that was pretty negative Uh, It was a bad situation. And I remember that I was just trying to be supportive to her and saying, I'm here for you. I love you and encouraging things. And as she's pouring out her heart about this situation that happened with one of her children, um, I'm just offering her tips like, well, at least this didn't happen. You can still do X, Y, Z. And she said, you always see the positive side of things. And I hadn't seen myself that way. I knew that I am an encourager. I know that for my entire life, I have always been encouraging people. I know that I love building people up. I do know that. But I hadn't seen that I have the ability to see a positive side of pretty much any situation. And that's number one, a sidebar, why you need supportive people in your life that call out not only the things that you don't do so well, but also they call out those things that they see in you that encourage them, that fuel them, those positive things that you overlook because it's simply part of your personality That's why you need a supportive squad. So that was just a quick sidebar. But after she said that you always see the positive side of things, then I thought about it like, you know, I really do. And it's because I'm intentional about forcing myself to see that one, because I have to be able to help people create that shift when I'm in the therapist role and when I'm in my programs and the retreats and different things like that. I have to be able to help people to transition from a mindset that is fixed on focusing on the negative aspects to transitioning into seeing an entirely new perspective where life is completely different. But also beyond my profession, that's just who I am. So when we're talking about creating joy, I want you to shift your focus from consistently seeing and harboring on negative things that are happening to actively seeking out positive experiences, good experiences. Now, you don't bury your head in the sand and pretend like things are not happening. Of course, you acknowledge the negative aspects of what what is going on. You you sulk, you allow yourself to feel your feelings. But the most important thing is that you don't dwell there. Now, what is an appropriate time for somebody to experience the negative side or to talk about the negative side and um, moving on to 
highlighting the positive sides is going to be individual to the person. And you're going to have to be honest about that. You're going to have to be honest about when hyper focusing and overthinking over a situation has become unhealthy for you. And you'll know when it's become unhealthy for you because all of your responses to a situation, they will likely be more negative than positive. And sometimes if you're talking to people about it, you may not even like the reactions that you're getting from them because if they're real friends or real forms of support, they're going to be telling you the truth. They're going to be saying, hey, you know what? I feel like you still got some residue from that situation left over and you're probably not going to like it. (laughs) To be honest, you're not going to like it. You're going to be like, I came to her event and she's telling me I still got residue. Yeah, because you do. Nine times out of 10, you do. So tip number one, plan for it. Tip number two, seek it. Create those experiences. Seek to see the good in so many things, in so many situations. I think that people underestimate the power of gratitude journaling or practicing gratitude. We think like, oh, it's just a silly little thing to do, but it doesn't actually work. Actually, it does. You can literally retrain your brain if you learn to point out things that you are grateful for from every single situation. I've got tip number three for you when we get back from our break. I believe that every woman is handcrafted to make a unique impact on the world. I believe that women are born with their purpose deeply rooted inside of them. They only need to unlock it. I see you today. I see you waiting for other people to tell you what your life's purpose is and how to get there. I see you walking around feeling utterly exhausted and drained from supporting everyone around you. You have literally achieved so much but you never stop to celebrate because it just doesn't feel like enough. You don't even tell people that you're walking around struggling to exist. What if you could unlock not only your life purpose, but the strategy to help you walk boldly into your next season? Would you be brave enough to take the leap? I'm Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker, and I want to invite you to join me at the Pink Emerald Retreat, where I help innovative women just like you to unlock their purpose and step boldly into the next season of their lives. At this intimate weekend retreat, you're going to learn how to speak with authority to show up boldly in any environment to walk more confidently embracing your God-given identity, to develop life strategies that keep you productive in any season of life. We're talking big picture and day-to-day life here, and so much more. Not to mention, you will have a private room complete with a soaker tub and other amazing amenities, discounted services at the on-site spa, and access to nearby attractions in one of the most prominent suburbs of Illinois. Ready to book your luxury stay? Register now at thepinkemerald.com forward slash retreat or click the link in the show notes.
when are you gonna stop pretending like you're superwoman? Yes, I know you believe if you don't do it, it won't get done. Take a deep breath and pause with me for a moment here. You're doing too much. You know it and I know it. Let's stop pretending and get you some relief starting today. Do you set weekly wellness goals? If not, you've got to start. No more leaving yourself last on your to-do list. I want you to download the Confident Bay app and start using the weekly wellness tracker now. It's 100% free to use and it comes with a digital journal to help you process thoughts and feelings on the go. You can even meet a tribe of like-minded women inside of Bay's Digital Cafe. I'm serious. Take off your cape, take a deep breath and download the app at thepinkemerald.com forward slash app or hit the link in the show notes. I have another question for you. How is your friendship circle? How are your relationships? Question. Would you remain friends with somebody who treated you poorly? Friends with somebody that ignored your needs, like if you want to vent and you try to call your girl, she don't answer the phone really like ever. If you were supposed to go out somewhere and she was always picking the place, so she like ignored your wants, never carved out time to really be with you or even celebrate you. Is that somebody that you want to be friends with? Would you still remain friends with someone who treated you like that? Then why are you doing that to yourself? Be a good friend to you. That is tip number three, how to create joy. Be kind to yourself and it will literally become a habit. As you care for yourself, you will find it easier to create joy. You'll find it easier to find those joyful moments and then to be intentional about creating them. I want you to think about the joyful experiences that you have with your close friends. These are not situations that just happen. Again, they don't just happen randomly. If you think about all the moments and all the experiences, like maybe the meetup was random because you were supposed to be in the house or something like that. And then you called her or she called you or whatever the case is. But how it happened, how your relationship formed, how you experienced that moment was very intentional. You were intentional about creating those moments so that your relationship could grow. So I want to encourage you as we're talking about having a lifestyle of wellness, you have to be kind to yourself. You have to cultivate your relationship with yourself. How can you properly and effectively communicate your needs, your wants, your desires, who you are, how you feel with other people if you don't even know that? Lean in close because I want to tell you something. Stop being afraid to experience life on your own. I want to repeat that. Stop being afraid to experience life on your own, it's going to be okay. And if you identify as a visionary, which I'd like to think that you do because you're somebody that has big dreams, big ideas, big goals inside of you, even if you've never told anyone, even if you're scared to act on them, if you are a visionary, 
you're going to have to do a lot of things alone because visionaries lay the foundation. Visionaries are able to see future designs, future plans, future things that nobody else has insight or wisdom to see. So yes, you were created different on purpose for a purpose, but you can't fulfill that purpose if you're too busy trying to run away from yourself. Stop running away from experiencing life on your own. So I want to do a really quick recap on how we create joy. We create joy, number one, by planning for it. Number two, by seeking it. And number three, by being kind to yourself until it becomes a habit. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Okay, so this week's what I've been loving is going to be a little bit different only because I believe a little bit ago, the Lord told me it's time to start living out loud. Like I don't need to be hiding things so much. So like I'd be locking my stuff up like Fort Knox and then just boom, releasing it on y'all. So I'm trying to bring you along the process with me. And one of the things that is bringing me immense joy this week is this new program that I'm working on for you. I cannot wait to release this program to you. I'm going to tell you why I'm creating the program for you first and foremost. I'm creating this for you because you are likely overestimating how much you can handle and that contributes to you feeling overwhelmed. So you need to get a realistic picture of what's happening in your life. You're likely trying to control things that are outside of your control or that it's not your job to control. So this program is going to help to give you permission to release these things and put things down so that you can get immediate relief. You're probably also neglecting yourself and getting burned out. This is low key a matter of your worthiness, but we're not going to go there because we're trying to close out the episode, right? You're also probably trying to do everything on your own when you really need help. You got a lot of negative people around you that influence your mindset and your abilities, So this is going to give you the freedom to determine what it is that you believe to spread your wings and to embrace what makes you unique. I know you don't allow yourself to do this. You don't allow yourself to dream. You feel silly when you do it. You're afraid to believe big for yourself. You can believe big for other people. But when it comes to you, you struggle to really believe that you have the capacity to carry out your dream and your vision. So this program is going to help you to be able to see yourself differently so that your vision becomes a little bit more clear. And finally, 
I'm creating this program for you because you have never had a clear plan of action because you think that you don't have the answers, but you do have the answers inside of you. They're already there. And I'm going to give you a system and a process with this program. So when we work together, you're going to learn how to clarify your vision, how to curate your wellness routines, regardless of what's happening around you. You're going to learn to command your day and to walk confidently to make an unforgettable impact in any environment. Now, I know that is not what usually goes in this particular section of the podcast, but I had to give y'all a heads up about this program because when I tell you that I'm so fired up about it, I'm fired up because when I started this whole Confident Bay journey, when I used to create courses way back in 2016, there was no blueprint. I didn't have answers. I didn't have a system. I didn't have a process. And I know that so many of you identify as visionary women that have these big dreams inside of them. And I cannot wait to help you cultivate that to help you bring that from the dreamer stage into reality. I can't wait to connect you with other women just like you, because I know that most of the time you probably walk around feeling like you are a misfit with everybody else in your life. So I'm super excited. I can't spill all the tea to y'all on this podcast. (laughs) So I will not just be on the lookout for this program. It is almost ready. I cannot wait for you to hear about it. Please hit the link in the show notes if you want to get on the waiting list. But that's what's bringing me joy. I love to, again, like I said, encourage people to build people up, to help people find strategies. So just creating this is giving me a lot of excitement. All right. In today's episode, we talked about how to create joy and I gave you a blueprint for creating joy. Tip number one to plan for it. Tip number two to seek it. Tip number three to be kind to yourself. And then you will find that cultivating joy becomes a habit. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your auntie, share with your mama, share with your coworkers, share it and tag me on Instagram. Then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Well, that's all I have this week for you. I'll see you out in these social media streets.